Hi, everyone. I wanted to remind you of a must read. This is a book that you have to have on your bookshelf. It is called The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer. He is able to help you make important decisions, give you some guidance on which path to take, and you get to learn how he tapped into the wisdom and power of the unseen worlds for guidance and inspiration. I had the opportunity to interview him, and he was a lovely guest on the Path 11 podcast, episode 343. Check it out. Listen to the podcast. Go buy the book. Again, it's The Necktie and the Jaguar by Carl Greer. To find out more information, go to his website, carlgreer.com. That's spelled C-A-R-L-G-R-E-E-R.com. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the Path 11 Podcast. I am your host, April Hanna. At the Path 11 Podcast, we are here trying to deliver leading-edge research on consciousness, healing, and metaphysics. And just like you, we are trying to answer the big questions about life. Who are we? Why are we here? And what is our purpose? We hope by listening to our podcast, it will make each day you live on Earth a little easier to understand. And now for today's podcast. How's it going, everybody? Welcome to Throwback Thursdays on the Path 11 podcast. Our Thursday show is dedicated to bringing you exclusive clips from our television network called Path 11 TV. A little birdie told me you might not be subscribed yet, so I wanted to share some of the footage with you that I know you will find fascinating. But first, what is Path 11 TV? It is inspiring entertainment for the spiritually curious. So Mike and I have been dedicated to exploring the meaning of life through the lens of death since 2008. We believe our content will help you to better understand the human experience. Our network has filmed over 100 hours of teachings by experts on topics that are often ignored in our society, like death, UFOs, the paranormal, grieving, spirituality and sexuality, and much more. Our work is a continuous exploration of how we can all live a better life while honoring our inevitable death. Even though some of our footage dates back to 2008 when we first created our documentary trilogy, The Path Series, the information that we have on Path 11 TV is timeless. We've created an amazing library for you that is filled with so much information that you don't want to miss. Now, let's get to our Throwback Thursday for this week. So I'm going to introduce you to a 10-minute clip that we recorded live at the 2019 UFO Fair in Pine Bush, New York. This was in May of 2019. Now, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of Travis Walton before. You might have and might not even know that you have. He speaks about his abduction, his alien abduction, which was later turned into a feature film called Fire in the Sky. So pretty amazing. Now, I, before we get to the 10-minute clip, I also just want to give you a little bit of background of the other presenters that we filmed at this event, which is also on the Path 11 TV playlist under the UFO playlist that we have. So a really another famous story uh, was from a man, Tom Reed, who was also there. He's been featured on Unsolved Mysteries and Ancient Aliens, and he talked about his alien account and provides photos of his experience during this presentation. The Tom Reed UFO incident became our nation's first UFO incident 
to be officially inducted into the United States as historically significant and true. This pioneering induction graced the front page of the Boston Globe, ABC News, and was just recently featured on a recent episode of Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Another speaker on this playlist is Mark D'Antonio, and he is a photo and video analysis for MUFON, which is Mutual UFO Network, as well as president for FX Models in Terryville. And he also appeared on the Discovery Channel's UFOs Over Earth, and he lectures at MUFON conferences around this country. So he provides a lot of information and research that he has found throughout the years. Another speaker, Peter Robbins, he speaks about the topic of UFOs um, and the abduction that had happened with his sister and later himself. Uh, Peter Robbins is an investigative writer. He's an author and lecturer on the topic of UFOs and is best known for his books, articles, radio interviews, and conference talks. He has appeared on the History's Channel's Britton Roswell, Unsolved Mysteries, The O'Reilly Factor, The Real Watt Roswell, Sci-Fi Channel's documentary, UFO Invasion at Brendelsham, as well as numerous other shows. He was also the associate producer of the award-winning documentary, Travis, The True Story of Travis Walton. So um, they, they clearly became friends after this. And I don't know if you guys have watched that, but that was pretty cool. So you should check that out. And then another speaker who was actually a guest on the Path 11 podcast, episode 178, is Cheryl Costa. So she's a native resident of upstate New York near Syracuse, I believe. And she saw her first UFO at age 12. She's a military veteran. She is um, a retired information security professional from the aerospace industry. She's been a speaker at the International UFO Congress and at MUFON Symposium. And she has compiled some of the best and most intensive um, research of UFO information that you can imagine. So that is the UFO playlist right now on Path 11 TV. And now I'm going to share with you the 10-minute clip of Travis Walton's presentation that we recorded. And again, you can watch this full video at path11tv.com. So let's get to that. I felt this numbing shock go through my body. It just, it, I, I, I passed out almost immediately, but, you know, working on equipment and, you know, uh, you'll, you'll sometimes get um, a jolt of electricity from, from the uh, sparks and uh, that sort of thing. I know, what, I know what it feels like to get shocked. And uh, that was kind of what it was, but it had a sort of a numbing effect at the same time. And uh, I was unconscious at that point. Now, in the movie, they really didn't like the idea that this, this uh, event um, didn't last long enough for film, you know? <laughs> what if somebody was uh, dropped their popcorn for a minute and looked away? <laughs> they wouldn't see it. So they really tried to milk that part with the, where the, the beam came on held the actor for a while, kind of lifted him up, and then tossed him back. That's not the way it really happened. It was just, it was a blast that was so violent, it just threw me 15, 20 feet through the air to where there was no, no doubt in their minds that it had killed me, you know. 
uh, you know, Steve said, it got him. And, you know, he meant got him. It's like when you got your deer or whatever, you know, he's dead now. So, you know, um, from the, from the get-go, when I would talk about what happened next, when they uh, panicked and took off, uh, people would call them cowards and, you know, criticize them for not being more heroic. But uh, I see nothing wrong with what they did. That was the most sensible course of action at that point. There was no sense in getting somebody else killed to rescue a dead man, you know. They took off. You know, they said, you know, uh, Mike said that, you know, the guys were screaming at him, go, 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 go. And he said he drove like a maniac. You know, he, he nearly wrecked the truck, crashing into stuff, uh, getting out of there. They got up the way, he said, and uh, uh, they, they stopped and they just were having a, a panic session, screaming at each other and, and trying to figure out what to do. They were thinking about building a fire, you know. Uh, uh, just as a false security, I would think, you know, that didn't make any sense. But um, they stopped that when they saw a, a group of deer hunters go by out on the road. Uh, it was deer hunting season, and uh, we heard some shooting in the distance uh, uh, during the day. And that was one of the things that we thought about was a possible explanation for the glow as we approached this thing. Could that be deer hunters over there? But when they saw the deer hunters, they tried to go catch them. You know, they had the idea. Nobody uh, brought any guns to work, so they thought they would go get these deer hunters with their their weapons and and get them to go back. Because already then, uh, you know, they were thinking we we got to go back and make sure that you know there's not something we can do for him. They you know try to help him. So they took off. Um, and the, the rim road was a much smoother, better road. You know, this is where this little logging trail connected to. So when they got to where the uh, deer hunters were, it, it was smoother running. So they could, you know, drive pretty fast. But they were still unable, still unable to catch up with the with the uh, with the hunters. And in the movie, when Mike pulls over and says, "Look, we got to go back." Uh, they argued about it, you know, the, the crew were saying, no way, you know, let's just go get help. And, and that, that's true. That's really what happened, according to uh, the guys I talked to. Um, but the fear, um, they were, in the movie, they, they it changed the whole thing where, uh, when Mike said, look, this truck is going back, anybody who doesn't want to go can just get out, wait here, and we'll come and get, come and get you on our way back. Uh, when Mike said that, nobody volunteered to get out and wait alone in the dark. You know, that was just a, a kind of an unlikely scenario. Uh, you know, Mike off, made the offer, but nobody took him up on it. So they all elected to stay in the truck and go back, uh, even though they kept arguing about it, and, uh, about whether they should do such a thing. So. They said that on their way back, um, um, it was that they could see it, you know, this thing uh, rise up and take off uh, towards the northeast. Now, later on, when we were able to examine the sheriff's uh, files on this, there were a number of uh, hunters, fishermen, uh, recreationists in the area who had seen the, the same thing when it, when it left. So uh, Kenny um, was uh, saying that he wasn't so uh, fearful that the aliens would return, uh, but 
how horrific it was going to be to see my body. You know, was this going to be something burned up, charred, you know, blown apart, that sort of thing. And uh, the closer they got, now in the movie they make it look like they had a great deal of trouble locating the spot where they had seen it. That's not the case, you know, the clearing was obvious and when Mike had taken off he had just revved that truck up and popped the clutch out and the tires had spun a hole in the road. So um, it was pretty obvious where they had been. So they stopped there. They said they all got out. They only had one flashlight. So, you know, all uh, six of these guys are huddled around one flashlight. They said they were, uh, went, went to the spot where my body had fallen. And um, no Travis there. And they said they kept calling and uh, no response. Uh, John said that when, when I had uh, been hit by that energy, that my body had uh, fallen like a sack of meat. That was his terminology. That, like there wasn't a bone in my body. Uh, so it was, it was pretty violent, according to what they were say, uh, uh, describing. Uh, so they um, did a search of the area, uh, the perimeter of the clearing, and, and uh, at one point, uh, Kenny said that Mike fell to his knees and started crying. and. Um, he helped him up, and uh, I think Mike did a pretty damn uh, good job of getting a grip on himself and kind of taking charge at that point. Uh, he realized, you know, that this was extremely serious, and he was going to have to get everybody through this. So they decided to get in the, uh, back in the truck and then head back to town, and they started arguing about whether to report it. Um, Alan, the bad boy in the group, said, no, 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 let's not, let's not report this to authorities. We'll just get some friends, uh, you know, people with guns, and, and we'll bring them out, and if we can't find him, then, then we'll go see the sheriff. But uh, uh, the others uh, said, well, look, um, if Travis isn't found uh, uh, and we don't go report it to the sheriff, how's that going to look, you know? So... As soon as they got into town, uh, Kenny, he was the one who was sitting next to me in the front. Uh, he's the one who called in to the sheriff. Uh, it, um, I guess the operator, I'm just guessing, I wasn't there, but uh, um, the operator connected him to um, the local uh, county sheriff deputy. That would have been uh, Chuck Ellison. Uh, and he came right over, and uh, he describes his impression of the group at that time. Some of the men were still crying, but you know it was clear something really terrible had happened. But when they say you know, start off their description, well, well, one of our crew is missing. Uh, we don't know what happened to him. He might be dead. <laughs> uh, the lawmen, their our ears picked up and uh, pricked up, and they. They, uh, that was the beginning, apparently, of their suspicion that uh, there had probably been some kind of a fight, uh, that I was murdered, and they had decided to cover it up rather than, uh, you know, make up some other story to, how, uh, to explain my uh, disappearance. Uh, in the movie, 
When they reported it to the sheriff, the sheriff said, uh, well, we'll have to go look at, uh, look, go check it out in the morning. In real life, they really did go back out there. You know, half the crew went with the sheriff. Uh, the sheriff and his second-in-command joined them, so they had, you know, three lawmen <coughs> plus, uh, you know, Mike and a couple of the others went to the site where it happened that night, did another search. Okay, I know you want more, and if you want, if you want more, you got to head on over to Path Eleven TV to get the rest of this story. One of the things that I absolutely loved about sitting there filming this, listening to his story, is I just love getting the real account. Right? I mean, if you watched the fire in the fire in the sky, and then you sit and listen to what really happened, that's what I think is so cool. And you know, I love the fact that Travis kind of says, "Well, you know, Hollywood needed to embellish this." But to actually watch that, um, and then I would highly recommend to watch the documentary um, that had recently come out that Peter Robbins helped to produce. Again, that's Travis, the true story of Travis Walton. Um, you know, it's really cool to just kind of like put two and two together. So uh, this story goes on. Uh, it was quite a lecture when you're watching it on Papa Living TV, he has a lot of vis visuals that he brought with him as well to give you an idea of what he was experiencing. So I do hope that you will head on over and subscribe for your free trial today. So we give you guys seven days for free. Head on over, hit the UFO um, playlist. You'll be able to see all the speakers that we talked about. And um, if you like what you see and want some more, then go ahead and subscribe. We give you two choices. You can either choose a monthly subscription or an annual subscription. And the annual subscription, of course, gives you more bang for your buck. It's $99 for a year. There's no rush to watch any of the stuff. I mean, like I said, we have over 100 hours of footage on here. And the yearly or annual membership just gives you a lot of extra time to be able to sit and watch at your leisure. Monthly, you kind of want to really figure out, pick and choose what you want to watch because you only have 30 days to do it. So start your free trial today, path11tv.com, and we are going to be bringing more clips like this to you for Throwback Thursday. Thanks for listening. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review the Path 11 podcast in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, this podcast is made possible by our sponsor, Path 11 TV. Visit path11tv.com to start a seven-day free trial and start streaming over 100 hours of exclusive video content on consciousness, healing, and life after death. That's path11tv.com. And be sure to use coupon code PODCAST30 to take 30% off your annual membership. Start satisfying your spiritual curiosity with a membership to Path 11 TV today. Bye for now.